1: also want to look at the defenses and distractions to keep us from caring for ourselves like we should. All right. Hey, guys. So in today's episode, we are going to be talking about some of our most used apps on our phone, some of the um, hacks that keep our wheels on, keep our life running. And for half of you
0: (laughs) that are excited about the Enneagram, we will be talking about the, (laughs) (laughs) the Enneagram type seven the fun people the fun havers
1: but first um how's how's it been going for you we haven't chatted in a while um it's good it's good i'm happy to
0: say i there have been no more rodents so uh that's a good thing uh, it's a plus it's yeah, that's always a, a certainly plus when you don't have rats thing. You know, we're just like trying to get through. I always feel like January and February are the hardest months. Just, you know, it's like the cold of the winter and there's all the illnesses going around and I'm just, we're all just trying to stay healthy and make it through to the spring. You
1: know what I mean? Oh yes, I do. I got bit by a massive flu bug and I am still, I still have a lingering cough. You got the flu? Oh, yeah, I got the full-on flu, like uh, like uh, for a week, sick, ran through every part of my body, chills, aches, full-on flu. Uh, I will admit I did not get the flu shot this year. You know, that's funny. Do you get the I, flu
0: shot? I usually do, but I didn't this year, nor did I last year. Now, my children get it every year.
1: Um, I so didn't I, even give it to my kids. You didn't? I, I just
0: slacked. Well, I will say, and you know this, I've just, I've always been back and forth about it because a couple of years ago, I think it was actually three years ago, when it was right after we moved to Oklahoma from California, my son got really like deathly ill. He was hospitalized and- I remember that. Yeah, they thought he had Kawasaki disease because his fever was so high for so long. And it turned out that he had contracted influenza A and- at the same time. How that happens, I have no idea. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, so he had two separate strains of the flu and strep all at the same time. He was put in the hospital and we actually got to discharge him on Christmas Eve. So he spent Christmas Day laying in his bed, pale and weak, and it was the saddest thing. And that was, you know, he got a flu shot that year. And it, you know, I was like, well, oh, he the did. Po- oh yeah. He got a flu shot. But you know, it's just, it seems like the past couple of years, they've kind of missed the mark on which strains yeah, they think are going to be the, the biggest. And yeah. so, yeah, it's a guessing know, game. It's a guessing game. And I'm not blaming. I mean, it is, I mean, they just have to take their best educated guess, but yeah, he got nailed. Um, now I still get it for them every year because I do, I just don't ever want to see that happen again. Um, but lately, yeah. past couple of years, I just haven't done it. I think I'm just super lazy why don't you just get it when they're getting theirs i don't think our specific pediatrician's office does that they can they only oh that makes sense yeah, yeah they only administer them to the kids
1: now my i moved my kids to um a doctor that i share now it's see, not a pediatrician
0: that's smart that's smart yeah the pediatrician's office that we had in california they did it they gave the adults the shots too but that doesn't seem to be the case here and there's just something about i just my mom's like, just walk into Walgreens or CVS. And I'm like, I uh, know, I don't want to do that.
1: (laughs) I don't know what my, Um, you know, what's funny is I have, I have done that many times and I used to do it just because it was like a sneak attack because my kids, when they were younger, were so fearful of needles that if I went to the doctor's office, they'd be anxious the whole way. They'd be scared. They'd be freaking out. So I would go to Target. I wouldn't tell them a word. I'd walk up to the pharmacy and be like, surprise! shoot him shoot him in the arm shoot him hold him back hold him i got his foot no literally they would think we were going to target and then i'd be like ah, flu shots today oh my gosh did they have target ptsd every time i'd be like what are we really doing here what are we doing here No, because I would just mix it up. Then the next year I would do it at CVS. Like I would just like smoke in mirrors. Like they had no idea what was coming. (laughs) Oh my God. That is awesome. Oh my gosh. But you're feeling a little better, right? Just this cough. I'm feeling better, but I just still have this like unproductive dry cough all the time. That is the worst. The worst. Yeah. It's annoying. But you know what? I'll take it because I had a week there where I was like barely functional. Yeah.
0: There's always those moments when you're really sick with the virus that you're kind of like, am I going to make it?
1: (laughs) You know, when you're in the chills, but you're sweating and you can't move. And my uh, gosh, well, and I'm, I'll just say this because we just say everything on this podcast, but (laughs) the day that I had the worst body chills, the day the fever broke and I had the body aches and the chills, I also got my period very (gasps) time. So I have, I have severe cramps which we've talked about ad nauseum. So I'm having these horrible cramps along with the body chills and I was seriously crawling out of my skin. Oh yeah. No, thanks. No, thank you. Like I was ready to be hospitalized, even though I knew that they would just send me home because they'd be like, you just have cramps in the flu lady. (laughs) Uh, You're just
0: having your period. Go home. It was
1: terrible.
0: Well, you know what? It's like the light at the end of the tunnel. It's right there, baby girl. It's just right there. All you've got is this little cough and then you're going to be smooth sailing and then your kid's going to get the flu or something and then you'll be right down again
1: (laughs) well it's funny two of mine did get the flu they didn't get it as bad as me but i always feel like there's a post flu like afterglow where when it finally leaves and you're functional again it's like the birds are singing and you have a new lease on life (laughs) yes i'm gonna get everything done i'm so productive so i'm i'm in that afterglow right now good that's good yeah Yeah. just
0: just in a case you know pop a cough drop here and there yeah. Just talk about little thing. Oh my gosh. Okay. So what are we talking Oh yeah. Apps. We're talking We're gonna talk about, about apps
1: today, our favorite which I have apps. to say, I mean, obviously technology can really improve our life. And there, some of the apps we are going to talk about today, I, I say this without exaggeration have changed my life. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And I know, I know that's true for you too. We, well, we share our number one app. We, we share. We the share one. the number one life-changing app for Ugh. sure by a mile and i i know exactly which one you're going to say it's voxer right it's Boxer. Changed Dude, voxer changed my life yeah me too so if you are not familiar with voxer okay it's it's hard to explain if you haven't used it it is a walkie talkie app it's a it's like leaving messages except you just do it with your voice yeah and which good- doesn't sound that exciting but why <laughs> what is it about voxer that that is so different for you?
0: It's the fact that I can carry on conversations with my best friends or even like have conversations with people that I'm working on a project on that it's real voice, but it's not real time. I mean, it can be real time, but for instance, Kristen and I are boxing all the time. So, you know, I wake up, I'm driving the kids to school. It's 8 a.m., you know, or it's actually like, yeah, almost 8, a, 8 a.m. Christmas time. She's probably just getting up or still asleep. It's 6 a.m. there. Something pops into my head. I can leave her a voice message and it's there for her when she has time to listen to it. That might be when she wakes up, it might not be for a couple of days, but it's there. And so you're having this ongoing conversation. But with the convenience of being able to really listen when you have time, so you're not being hurried or, um, and for people who don't like having actual real life phone conversations like Kristen and I, I despise Mm, talking on the phone. I despise small talk, all of that. It's just, it's so comfortable because you can just leave a voice message and they'll get to it when they can and they'll voice you back. But you could also text within that. You can send Gifts, you can do, you can take send videos, but it's amazing. And also when you're traveling internationally, you can use that over Wi-Fi instead of trying to deal with all those crazy text plans and things on your phone that cost a lot.
1: Yeah, and one of the things I love about it as well is um it, it's un it feels unedited, it feels more intimate than texting. Mm-hmm, yes. Um, I like texting, I definitely would prefer texting over a phone conversation. But I also, because I'm a writer, I can get a little hand about what I'm writing. It yes. takes me more time than it should to write an email or a text because I want it to be clever and well-written. And the, like Voxer, it's just, it's quick, it's it's in real time, it's your voice. But like you said, there's not that pressure of, oh, I don't want to talk right now, or mm-hmm. I'm in the middle of a project, or I have kids around me, and I'll see Voxes come in, and then I'll just, I'll think to myself like, oh, I can't wait to listen to that. I'll listen to it in an hour. Yes. Yes, And, and I, you can – something else I like about Voxer is you can – so like if you – let's say that you left me three messages in a row and I wasn't able to get to them for a 24-hour period. The next time I open Voxer, it will play all of them in succession. Mm-hmm. So I can just catch up on everything all at once. Yes. And that happens a lot
0: with some of my girlfriends that I don't live near. Um, and in fact, like i we, since we're on different time zones, it's yeah, they'll definitely be leaving me messages when I can't listen to them. Um, but if, I love it. Like once again, driving my kids to and from school or actually when I'm coming back is usually when I listen to it, but you can listen to them in succession. And lots of times I'll just listen to one and then I will send them a message back about that. Cause if I listen to all of them, I'm like, oh my gosh, so much information. So like, you can kind of work through it at your own, you know, at, at your own convenience and respond appropriately. But it's just, I cannot say enough good things. Now, they Voxer's free, but they also have what they call Voxer Pro, which I believe is like $3 a month. It's not much, and it's definitely worth it. It's worth it for, I will say this, because they have this amazing thing called Recall. (laughs) (laughs) So if you leave a message, and you decide that's not the message you want to leave, you can just recall it
1: before they read it um which, which i will say you use more liberally i think than anyone else i box with <laughs> i do <laughs> it's the perfectionist in you i think
0: it is it really well just like you were saying even like crafting a text cuz the writer in you i am that way about speaking and yeah. writing and sometimes i'll just start rambling and i'll i'll like i'll stop the message and be like does that person really need to hear that much rambling? No, they do not recall. Now, of course, my friends are always like, please don't recall. We
1: want to hear the ramble. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. But um, Although you might just be more considerate than me because if I ramble, I'm just like, <laughs> well, that's what it is. Deal with it. I'm, I'm not going to re- record that. Calm so that. So funny. Calm. Okay. A few more things I have to say about Voxer. Yeah. It's fantastic for groups. Yes. Um, I talked about this last week. I just got back from a vacation that I do with a group of six women. We literally formed our friendship on Voxer. We talk almost every day, and and that this is where I say Voxer has been life changing because none of us live in the same place. Yeah. And we talk all day every day on Voxer. It just it, if if you're struggling with friendships, it's truly an amazing tool to stay in regular touch with people. Hey, you know what? I was just thinking about this because, you know, after,
0: while while you were on that trip, which by the way, I just think is the most amazing thing. Um, you lovely ladies did a Facebook live that you recorded about, you know, being of a certain age and really feeling lonely and, you know, taking the time to actually make friendships happen. And it's such it was such a beautiful video. It takes a, I mean, it takes a lot for me to watch something that's over like 15 minutes and this was pretty lengthy, but we need, we'll definitely link up to that in selfie on selfiepodcast.com because I just thought it was so lovely seeing all of you women together talking about your origin story and what it means to be friends at this time and space in your lives. And just, I was so great. So we definitely need to link up to that.
1: Yeah, we will definitely link up to that because we just constantly get comments like, oh, I wish I had girlfriends like that. And it's like, we just kind of laid out the formula. It we, it wasn't just an organic thing that just happened. It was a group of women who were like, we want to dive into relationship and we're going to intentionally awkwardly do it and orchestrate the whole thing. So it's not some magical fairy pixie dust. It's just, we wanted to be better friends and we put our hands together and said, we're going to do this. Yeah. It was great. I mean that the the Facebook Live was amazing and just it,
0: yeah, it's something that I'd really recommend you guys watching. It's fantastic. So yeah, Voxer number one wins the trophy. All the recipes yep. I like, but I mean Voxer's the one that I could never. I think I could never say goodbye to you, Voxer. Well, we even
1: use it to communicate with our um, Life Listen network. Oh with yeah, our with our producers. I use it with my assistant. I mean, basically I make everyone get on Voxer. I should oh, be yeah. getting a kickback and I'm not.
0: <laughs> I should too. I was just thinking that because I recently wrote an article for a local publication and the editor uh, was like, have you heard of Voxer? No. Well, you better get on it right now. I mean, that was the only way I totally. was going to talk about all stuff because I didn't want to text it. I didn't want to write a lengthy oh, email. Yep. I just wanted to talk about it, you know? Totally. Okay. We got to stop talking about that though, or we'll we're gonna run out of time here, so I know okay. everyone's like enough about boxer. Fine. Oh, yeah, All right. we what get a, it. You love it. We get it. <laughs> ah. Okay, my next one, which is very helpful, having to do with my children mostly, is Group Me, which is just an app where you have groups of people together that can text each other about events. For instance, I have one for my daughter's basketball. I have one for my daughter's soccer. I have one for my daughter's Girl Scouts. So, and it just has a list of all of your different feeds essentially. And so- things come through, you can either have notifications or not, but it's great for like, oh, hey, basketball got canceled today. Or hey, do you know what patch we're ironing on for the daisies? This, you know, it's really fantastic. Otherwise I would be lost. And I only have two kids, really only one of them who does um, extracurricular activities. I So I would imagine this would be super helpful for someone like you, Kristen, who has four children who are doing all sorts of stuff. But like, I can't keep saying without having my different um, group me lists and texts between all the moms and dads. and
1: stuff. Okay. That's so interesting. So then just everyone else has to download that app. Yeah. And yeah. You, you just tell everyone like, this is how we're going to communicate. Yeah. And it works great. It, I mean, I, I think that
0: there are all different types of people with varying degrees of how much time they spend on their devices. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at mine right now and it's like Daisy Troop, Wildcats Basketball, Polka Dots, which is their soccer team. Um, and you just go in and it's so great because Also, you can go back if you're like, wait, what court are we playing on basketball? You can just scroll back and see the message where it has it opposed to like bothering people again. So it's just so smart, really, really helpful, especially when you just have kids and a lot of different activities and you're trying to keep everything straight. What if you don't actually want to speak to other parents though? (laughs) 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 <laughs> well, I have to say this is about as good as it gets because you're not talking at least. You're just texting. And a lot of times- No, this actually does sound really good. Yeah. And lots of times I'm just using emojis. Like I'll just break it down like thumbs up, thumbs up. I, I think I think I am the person totally. who sends the most thumbs up emojis in the universe. Hey, I'm up there. Yeah. But, uh, I think I sent you two this morning. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. You know, my favorite is I like to send three because three thumbs up emojis means I am on it, people. I am on it. And don't you worry- I'm on I'm enthusiastically it. enthusiastically on it. I'm enthusiastically on it. So what's up for you next? Well, I really
1: love Google Keep. What's um, that? So Google Keep is a to-do list. And I, you know, it's interesting. I have heard from so many people that it's really hard to find the right to-do list mm-hmm. app. There are a million of them, but a lot of them fall short. Here's why I like Google Keep. Um, First of all, I have set up Google Keep to be the website that opens when I open Chrome. Okay. So as soon as I open Chrome, it pops up my Google Keep and my to-do list is right there. But then there's an app on my phone and they sync together. So I can make a to-do list, but you can also write notes. So, and I think that this is useful for people like myself who don't use a Mac. I know that you can use iMessage and you can kind of like, go from your computer to your phone pretty seamlessly if you have a Mac and an iPhone. I'm Windows. So Google Keep allows me to basically like send stuff to my phone, open things on my phone that I also have on my desktop.
0: That's interesting. You know, I didn't have this on my list, but I use one called G Tasks that I think does the same thing. It syncs my Google list on my laptop with my phone. Yes. But it costs... It costs a lot
1: of money. And I think- I used does. to use G-Tasks okay. and Google Keep is a very good replacement for that. Okay. And it is more robust and it's free.
0: Okay, I think I might switch over to that because I thought to myself, I don't want to pay for this annual membership. It doesn't seem to be doing anything that's really amazing. So, ooh, good tip. Thank you. I might switch well, to Google Well, because
1: Keep. G-Tasks is still a to-do list. You On Google Keep, you can have a to-do list and you can have that always be at the top. But then you can have notes, you can have pictures, you can have attachments. And it opens, like when you open your Chrome browser, that's what comes up first. I've set that to be top. Now, it is a little bit, I will say it's similar to Evernote for people who use yes. Evernote. Okay. It's very similar, but I find it has less syncing issues. I always had syncing issues with Evernote and it would be like, well, here's a copy you made at this time, but here's another copy you made it this time. Like, this is really seamless.
0: Ooh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to do that for sure because this G task is kind of new to me. So that's a good one. Okay. So let's see. Let's see. What do I have next? Oh, okay. So Visco, which is spelled V S C O. It's pronounced Visco. And yes, I looked it up because I'm like, I did not know how to pronounce it. I know, it. right? I never know either. Well, you, now you know. I looked it up, I did the research. Visco. Visco, So obviously a big part of my job and blogging is my Instagram account. And I do, um, Visco is basically a photo editing service that not only has, you know, like bumping up contrast or cropping or brightening, but it has filters that I really enjoy. And it just has a really robust platform. So you can really dial in and get re really detailed with your photos. It's not like a, um, like a editing app for faces. Like it doesn't like do airbrushing and things like that, but it's just, it's so good. doesn't take
1: your, your eye bags away. Does,
0: yeah. Unfortunately <laughs> it does not take care of your eye bags, but, um, there's so many cool Filters that help lighting situations. And for instance, since I'm doing a lot of beauty posts of my face and things, I mean, lighting really is everything. People are always asked, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it's really just about getting like good light on your face. And it's if you it's all take about a, good it, light. Right? I mean, just light straight on people. Like, don't have light coming from the side unless you're going for like some dramatic. If you want your face to look as like youthful and radiant as possible, you gotta be looking straight at a window essentially. But sometimes, you know, it's a dark day or whatever. And those really help me to brighten up, to give some contrast, to like boost colors in the photo without it looking weird. You know what I mean?
1: Now, is this an app where you take the photos from the app or do you use the camera app and then pull the photos in to edit? you can do either. You can, um, take it with the app. I
0: I don't do that. I just take them on my photo roll because, you know, knowing me and my perfectionist tendencies, I mean, some, some beauty posts that I do of the photo I take of my face, I'm not lying to you. There's, I could have taken 35 photos to find one that I like. Um, And so usually I'll just have all those on my roll and I scroll through them really quickly. And I'm like, okay, that's the one I like. And then I I just go ahead and import that into Visco, and then edit it. And then I just export it right back out to my photo roll. But I like it. And for photographers, not so much like beauty stuff, but just if you're really into iPhone photography, there's just, there's got community within Visco. They have so many different filters. Like I said, Um, you can be a member and pay a certain amount and you get a lot more um, bells and whistles. I don't do that, but- Um, it's just, I've used a lot of them over the past, you know, five or six years. And I just feel like it's the best one for sure.
1: Yeah. And I feel like a lot of my photographer friends use that one. It's, it seems to be kind of the, the one of preference for the artistic set.
0: Yeah. And like the interface is easy to use. It makes sense. It's not, you know, it's not boggled down with stuff you don't need. I can get in and get out.
1: Well, you've sold me because I use camera plus and I will say for myself, I like an app where you can take the photo from the app because I, otherwise I save 30 photos. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'll oh, take yeah. 30 photos, but I only want the best one. Yeah. And so these kinds of apps where you have to then save to the camera roll really keep me on my game in terms of not saving too many photos. So I think yeah. I'm going to try this one. Yeah. You can do it straight from there. It's super easy.
0: Yeah. I'd recommend it for sure.
1: All right. Another app that we did mention in our period episode, but I've got to mention it again is flow F L O. It tracks your period. That's all it does. It's super useful. It, It gives you reminders when it's coming up. You can at any point pop it up and see, you know, where you're at. Um, you can use it really simply just to keep track, but you can also track symptoms. It helped me recognize like, that I always get a migraine the day before I get my period. Um, You can rate every single day how you feel on a number of symptoms that could be related to your period. Or, or again, you can just keep track. Um, I will also admit that my boyfriend also has the Flow app on his phone (laughs) to... To predict perhaps days that maybe are not a good time for a confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to do that. I remember you talking about
0: this app on the period episode and I said I was going to download it and I totally forgot. So I'm so glad we're doing this episode because I, I'm going to do that. I think that would be so helpful because Lord knows I'm having all sorts of symptoms these days.
1: Well, and it's a great app too for for you know younger girls. Like my daughter has not started yet. But she was, she's, she is a three personality like me. So she's, you know, very organized and wants things to be done right. And so she put the Flow app on her phone so that as soon as she got it, she could start tracking it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that sounds, that sounds just like her. And I mm-hmm. think that probably will sound like I have a, I have a three for a daughter as well. Yep. Oh, well, goodness. you can get
1: her the Flow app. It's never too early. Yeah.
0: It's never too, <laughs> hey, 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 seven-year-old, get over yeah. here. This is going to be coming up, which by the way, yeah. I do not somehow I kind of got into that conversation. Not not really, because I did not want to go there. Cause she's the type that's already she is so frightened about childbirth. Every day she's like, by the way, I just I just want you to know I'm not gonna get married because I don't want to have babies. I don't want to go through that. And I'm <laughs> oh. like I'm like, okay, it's fine. She's like, No, I really don't want to. And then I can't remember how it came up, but oh, periods came up. And I mean, I, I just had to stop because I knew I was literally going to send that child to her room with nightmares for the next week, <laughs> thinking about blood coming out of your vagina on a monthly basis. So it is oh.
1: It is very, a very weird thing. You know that what I did was I did a class and I invited all her friends and their moms and we did a full on period tea at my house with a professional educator. I just outsourced the whole thing. That is so smart. That is well, so smart. Well, it's great smart. though because now all of her friends, they all have the same knowledge base. So I feel like if it starts at school, she knows, you know, these 10 girls all have the same information she does. Right. And it just, it felt like a safe way to get her like being less precious and and freaked out about talking about it with other people. Yeah. Oh, that's good. But my daughter, I will say, is saying the same thing um, that yours is about not having children, except it's because she doesn't ever want to have sex. Oh, because
0: <laughs> she I, thinks oh. it sounds so disgusting. Oh well, yeah, I don't, I don't think Malu knows what sex is yet. I, I think, oh God, yeah, she's just, just got telling a whole bunch her, of. I think you're gonna, to
1: yeah, I keep telling her like I, I really feel like you'll change your mind on that. <laughs> just give it, <laughs> give it you know, eight years, and I think you're going to feel differently.
0: Yeah, give it eight or nine years, and we'll we'll reconvene on that when you won't even talk to me anymore. But
1: but also, I'm also kind of like, can I get you to put that down in writing? Oh, right? That you'll never have <laughs> sex, because that makes me feel more comfortable. Please, sign on the dotted line, my friend. I'm sex positive for everyone but my children. Of course you are. Who I would like to be chased <laughs> until they die, so... <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. What, what do
1: I have next? Oh, well, you have one called Think Dirty. I need to hear uh, about this one.
0: Oh yeah. So yeah. Unfortunately, it's not exciting. Like the name. Um, oh, because it implies, sounded like maybe like a porn app or something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, my very favorite app, you guys, is this amazing porn app that I watch all day long, <laughs> every day. No, um. This app is called Think Dirty. It is made, I don't know who created it, but I love them. It's for people that are trying to use more natural beauty products and organic. And you essentially can look up any product on this database and it will tell you how clean or how dirty it is. The other cool thing is you can actually scan barcodes. So when you're in a store and you pick up a lotion that you think you might like, but you're not really sure, you just turn it around and scan it with the app and it will tell you exactly what the product is and exactly what's in it. It's so cool. I love That's it. That's
1: really cool.
0: And it's also a really good I search like tool. I like that. I can go on it yeah. and say, like, look up, like, what are the most popular lotions that people talk about on Think Dirty? And I've actually found products that I've wanted to try that I've ended up buying and really liking through it. So it's just, it cuts out all the guesswork. There's no, like, looking up or spelling in, like, you know, 17 character words of chemicals trying to figure out what it is. It does it all for you. It is awesome. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to actually download that right now. I really like that. It's Think so dirty. good. so good. And it's cute. Like the apps, the, you know, I always like the design of apps and things. It's like the interface is easy to use and it's super cute. I love it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Another app that I um, really use um, and that is a lifesaver for me with travel is called TripIt. Do you use TripIt? I have because you told me about it. Oh my gosh. So TripIt is basically, it's just a website that, or not a website, it's a it's an app, but they do have a website that collects all your travel information into one place, and it makes it really easy to pull up. Um, You can buy the pro version, and in that version, it'll let you check in right from the app. Um, But the beauty of it is, you know, when you buy, let's say that you reserve um, a flight or you reserve a rental car or a hotel, when you get that confirmation email, you just forward it to plans at tripit.com from the email that you use for your account and they pop it right into the app for you. It's Ugh, so beautiful. That is so worth it just right oh, there. Oh, it's so easy. You just forward, just forward an email, and it pulls everything together. So then when I'm checking into a hotel or at the rental car counter, all I do is I pull up the um, the app, and I have my confirmation code and everything I need right there. Okay, another thing I love about it is you can um, interface it with your calendar. Like if you use Google... Um, And it'll pop all of your travel plans into the calendar for you so that you're not having to input all of that yourself. I love it. That saves so much time. That can be so time consuming. Oh, it's such a time saver. If you travel a lot, definitely TripIt is a great tool. Okay.
0: Another app that I like that's a good tool is uh, the Amazon Alexa app. And, you know, we talked about the Alexa. I think that was like our gift giving guide. I can't quite remember. Well, you
1: know, I just got my first Alexa. Did you? Oh. Yes. And I need all the trip. I'll, I need all the t- uh, tricks and tips. So what's the app? What do I do? What do I need to do? Okay. So you got to download the app,
0: obviously, but the reason I use it, there's probably a hundred different ways to use the app. But for me, I use it for the shopping list. So, we have our Alexa set around our house whenever like I'm pouring some milk into my kid's cereal and the milk is out I immediately say Alexa add milk to shopping list. And so as the week carries on you just it's so smart because you know before if, if you keep lists that you write down, it's like, you know, you write a couple things down and then you lose that list. Then you get to the store and you buy things. Oh God, I forgot to buy that one thing. Because Where was that list? Totally. This just keeps everything for you. And so at, when I go to the grocery store, I pull up my Amazon Alexa app. I pull up my shopping list and there's everything I've told it for the past week and just go in and you just check it off. And when you check it off, it deletes it. It's just, it's perfection.
1: It's just made my whole grocery shopping experience so much better. Okay. That's a beautiful thing. Now I also do most of my grocery shopping on Amazon prime. So yes. I'm guessing you can probably just tell it to pop something into oh, your cart. Yes. Cause it's asked me before.
0: It's like, would you like me add to add that to your prime cart or whatever? Yes. Yes. Oh, love oh yeah. It. Girl. It's like you, it's almost taking away the need to even get on your, when it comes to Amazon to even get right. on your computer anymore. I mean, you can just tell Alexa everything and she'll do it for you. I would totally use the prime grocery, but we don't have that here. So I actually are you have to me? Oh no, I have to go
1: to the grocery what? store. <laughs> what primitive life are you living?
0: I'm living a super primitive life and of course because of the needs of everyone in my family, I have to hit three separate grocery stores. So every Monday morning it's like my my like start I drop off the kids at school and then I basically spend the entire morning going to three different places getting all of our crap.
1: Well, I will say I do still have to do store runs because I really like Trader Joe's and the Prime Now that I use, which is the one that delivers it within like two hours. They don't they don't have um Trader Joe's products. But you know that they have now merged with Whole Foods. So yes. hopefully that will come to your to your location soon. Well, I've seen
0: it. I don't know if you have that there. And this might not be the most optimal option but at least here in oklahoma city i've noticed they have these food lockers in whole foods so you walk through the door of whole foods and there's this huge refrigerated locker that you enter your coat in and they've already grabbed it for you and put it in there you just have to grab the sack and go Oh, that's so worth it. I hate grocery shopping. Um, It's not my favorite. It's not my favorite. I mean, I, you know, I haven't, you actually, you know what, you have the experience, so you can definitely speak to this. But for me, I'm always worried about produce. I'm always afraid. Like, I like to pick my produce. And that's true. Have you had good experiences with produce being delivered? Like, has it ever been? Yes, I
1: actually, I mean, I feel like they, because you pay tips with Amazon Prime. Okay. And so I think they want that tip. I think they take a lot of time picking out the right stuff. Okay. All
0: right. Yeah. I might try that whole locker system thing at Whole Foods and see how that works. But you know, yeah, over the next couple of years, it's only going to become easier to use with lots more plans
1: and programs since, you know, Amazon now owns it. Owns the world. They're n- We're not going to leave our house. I'm just going to get a helicopter pad and they're just going to airdrop everything to me. <laughs> Which, you know, would like drive <laughs> half of the world crazy. But for me, I'm like, that sounds like
0: heaven. If I, oh, I know. And I know I'm leave. supposed
1: to be like all about small businesses and I'm supposed to not like Amazon, but the truth is that I just love it so much. Yeah, me too. I I, <laughs> I love it. I mean,
0: I would cry elephant tears for days, weeks, months if Amazon was not part of my life. And I'm sorry. Well, speaking, I'm sorry.
1: Speak, speaking of apps, I will say I do have the, both the Amazon regular and the Amazon prime app on my phone. And it is really nice when you're just, you know, perhaps sitting on the toilet realizing the (laughs) toilet paper is low and have your phone in your hand because we all do that. And you can just order your toilet paper. It's just, it's really easy to order stuff on the go with the Amazon app. What's the difference between the prime and the regular? Okay. Prime now is that is the grocery shopping where they actually go to a store. Like in my area, you choose, they are either going to Sprouts, Whole Foods or Bristol part, Bristol Farms. So Prime now comes within two hours of ordering. God, that is unbelievable. That is amazing.
0: Yeah, it's wow. amazing. Wow. Okay, so I'm trying to think if I have, what else I've got going. Okay, so obviously Spotify. Spotify is always playing. I just, Same, I, I love listening to music. I love all my playlists. I love listening to my friends' playlists. I just don't, I don't understand Apple Music. Who are you people? Why are you using that? Please use Spotify.
1: You guys, because for real, Spotify, I, I believe I have a family plan and I believe that five of us yes. get an account for $25 a month. Yes. Same with us. And you guys, there's just no way that you would be able to afford your family that much music if you were paying per song. Oh, no, exactly. And I will Spotify say- is the best.
0: It's so good. I love how everyone can have their own accounts with their yep. own playlists. Although I will yep. have to say, at the end of 2017, you know how Spotify sent you like your most listened to songs. Same. Um, apparently- People in my family have been listening on my account because I was like, what is this fresh hell that I'm in right now listening to this music? I did not recognize any song. It was like basically every single Coldplay song from four years ago, my husband. Then it was um, Mega Man renditions, um, lullaby renditions on the piano, my (laughs) my son. (laughs) And then like um, the chick who sings Havana, what is her name? Um, Just basically like super mega- pop princess music those were all of my and none of it was mine so i was like you guys i have these accounts for you for a reason please use
1: them thank you no same i just pulled up that because this is a fun aspect of spotify you can pull up your top songs from the year yes mine is um trolls the original motion picture soundtrack (laughs) um dear evan hansen which i'll admit that's me that's me (laughs) And then the songs that my children sang in the school talent show, (laughs) which they listen to over and over. So Location and Don't Let Me Down by Chainsmokers. But I will say Spotify is so fantastic because you can create your own playlists. You can follow playlists that your friends or family have curated or they curate them. Yes. So yes. whatever you're in the mood for, you can find it on Spotify. Oh, and your
0: daily mix. I got to put that in there. They have these things That's called fine. your daily mix. There's six different choices and it just kind of listens to what you're listening to and then finds similar artists and makes a mix for you. So you get to actually listen to songs that most of the time I really enjoy that are new artists to me. So I love using the daily mix feature.
1: I do too, although it cracks me up because I think it's so, I'm confusing it so bad. Oh, Right. <laughs> Because like one of them will be all Broadway musicals. And then the other one's like all like, you know, indie rock. And then the other one is like all trap music because of my son. Yeah. Oh, no, I hear you. I hear you. (laughs) Yes. All right. Let's talk about our, I know both of us use um, white noise apps. (laughs) Yes. This is my last one, actually.
0: And you know, I am a white noise aficionado. Um, Mine is called Sleepy Fan not sleep fan, sleepy fan. It's a purple icon with a white fan on it. And I just don't know. It makes the best fan noises. Like you have choices between different, I'm going to pull it up right now. You can choose from an oscillating fan, a desk fan, a ceiling fan, or a car fan. And then you can like tweak it to whether it's like more
1: bass, more treble. I don't know. It's, it's my oh, favorite that's awesome! ever. I love it. Okay, the one that I use is called I just turned it on. I don't know if you can hear it. It's called Relax Melodies. And um, it is really cool because it has all these different sound options, and you can add them together. So you could have a babbling brook, you could add a house fan, you could add a vacuum sound, you can add like orchestral chords. So it just it has all of these different super relaxing sounds that you can ocean, winds, birds, campfire, and you can add two together. You can add 10 together. It's kind of like a customized monk chant. Oh, (laughs) you know, I like to create some monk chants. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I really like that one because you can just totally customize it. You can save the, I mean, they really have like 50 different sounds that you can add all together. I like that you can layer them. That's cool. Yeah. It is. It's to, it's it's layered, and then it, they can do a timer, um, or you can leave it on all night. Um, yeah, I really like that one. Well, I think we would be remiss if we did not mention the podcast app. Well, yeah, holla. <laughs> so, if you have the podcast app, we must also recommend that you can subscribe to us on the podcast app. <laughs> yes, you can, my friends. Yes, you and can, and then it will always be sitting there. But I do. I love listening to podcasts. I I just use the native iTunes podcast app that's sitting on the phone. Um, I like that it can't, it will, you know, save and pull up all the episodes that I've subscribed to in one place. Um, I like that it will continuously play. Like if I, you know, if I wanted to listen to, I listen to my friend, Jen Hatmakers a lot for the love. And if I pop hers on, it'll play the episode, then it'll play the next unlistened episode consecutively. So I, I do love that app a lot. Yeah, that is a great app for sure. So what, do you have anything else? The only other one that I have that I really love is the Roku remote app. Um, do you do you have a Roku at home? Well, we talked about this in the um
0: we were talking about Christmas gifts. And I I don't have a Roku, but you were totally selling me on the Roku.
1: What's up with the remote? Oh my gosh, I love the Roku. I'm gonna link it up on selfiepodcast.com because you can buy them from Amazon. They're like 30 bucks. It basically is a little stick that plugs into your into your TV. Um, and it will give you Netflix, Spotify, Hulu, Vudu, Amazon, just pretty much anything that you would want on your TV. Um, but then you can control it. It comes with a remote. But in my house, we, we lose all remotes. There are no <laughs> remotes. It's a remote black hole. Yes. So I put the Roku um, remote on all of my children's phones and on mine. And so we can all just just control our TV watching from our phone. Oh, that's Perfect. That's it's really, useful. really neat. The need. only thing is with four kids, sometimes they can get into a war and like turn the channel on each other from oh their phone. My gosh, <laughs> <totally>. <laughs> oh my gosh, totally. Oh my gosh. I do love it. Um, we wanted to take a quick break and talk about one aspect of self-care that has eluded me for a long time, which is meal planning and getting dinner on the table I am a repeat offender of the six o'clock shuffle when it is six o'clock and everyone's hungry and I have no idea what I'm doing. So HelloFresh is in a really amazing solution to the six o'clock shuffle. It's a subscription meal service that makes it really easy to cook delicious and balanced dinners. The dinners are about under $10 a meal. Um, and it's a great solution for people who struggle with searching for recipes, getting those ingredient lists together getting themselves to the grocery store all of which I'm guilty of <laughs> totally. And the
0: coolest thing is Hello Fresh is so convenient. It's all all of the ingredients come to you in their pre-measured and they're pre-measured in little labeled meal kits. So you know exactly which ingredients are going which, with what recipe that you're cooking that night.
1: Yes, and they have a bunch of flexibility. You can choose from different plans. They have the classic and that involves meat and fish and seasonal vegetables. They do have a vegetarian option, and they also have a family plan, which I'm a huge fan of. Yes. Um, and the family plan, you know, those recipes have been modified a bit to, you know, be be appealing to more picky palates like kids. Um And, you know, it's just a super easy way to get your meal on the table.
0: Yeah. And if you're really, really busy, each week there's always a 20-minute meal on the classic menu for when you really don't have any time. Like, literally, it's a 20-minute meal, which is awesome.
1: I love HelloFresh because I feel like it gets me excited about cooking. Actually, I like to cook. I don't like to shop and plan. But their recipes are so good. It makes me feel like a rock star in the kitchen. You can't really fail... Because you've got the right ingredients right at your disposal. You didn't forget something at the store. Everything's right there. Oh, so
0: true. And the coolest thing is that they have a variety of recipes from really simple to really fancy. I mean, they have things like lobster ravioli and shrimp with tarragon cream sauce, like when you're really wanting to bring your A-game. You're making me hungry. I know I have to. And then they also have though, like, cause my kids would be like, uh, hell to the no on that. Or they also have really yummy kid tested, simple recipes, like easy peasy ravioli gratin, which my kids would totally eat. I would eat
1: that right now. All right. For those of you who want to try HelloFresh, you can get $30 off your first week by visiting hellofresh.com and entering the promo code selfie 30. That's hellofresh.com promo code selfie 30. Well, let's dive into our next Enneagram conversation. We're talking about type sevens today. So we have um, a type seven with us today to chat a little bit about that personality type. And it is my friend, Ryan Walton. Ryan is a former pastor. He's a dad of two, and he now blogs at daringtodad.com. Hey, Ryan.
2: Hello. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, thanks for joining us. So I was not super surprised to find that you were a seven. (laughs)
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) Um, But, but walk us through, you know, how did you become familiar with the Enneagram? How did you find out your type? Tell us about that journey.
2: Yeah. So, um, I would say 2008 was the year, um, I got, I was, um, Really involved with the church at the time and just, you know, really interested in personal development and growth. And I kind of came at the Enneagram through those lenses, kind of um, through faith lenses, which is, I know is not how everyone um, comes to know the Enneagram, but that's kind of what my introduction. Um, I, I, you know, in, because uh, I've been working in the professional world, kind of the corporate world, you know, we had done like the Myers Briggs and the Strength Finders, but nothing really got, I felt like, to the root and like, the real mm-hmm. deep issues of, of myself, like the Enneagram did, um, you know, and I had been trained in all these other um, kind of personal I'm using air quotes right now, internet, <laughs> um, personality tests, um, but nothing I felt like struck uh, me like the Enneagram did and how it really read me and got to really the motivation of why I did what I did and how, why I behaved how I behaved. So that was my introduction to it.
1: That's interesting. So you take the test, you find out you're a seven, you read the description. Mm-hmm. How did you feel?
2: It was interesting. You know, I tested really high for both seven and two. Oh, and interesting. At, at, at the beginning, I really struggled. And the, uh, I read something um, that said, you know, if you test out really high in two things, you're not quite sure, read the descriptions and the one that makes you the most uncomfortable, that's probably <laughs> yeah. it for you. Yeah. And so that was it for me with the sevens and and not and kind of, you know, looking at um, really where the struggle is, where the vices are, um, it, where for me as a seven, that um, that desire to avoid pain and to avoid um sitting Mm -hmm. in that and we covered up with all different sorts of things. And, um, Mm -hmm. so that was really it. So I I test that really high for both. Um, but it, it, you know, neither one really shocked me, but the seven definitely was the one after I went back and evaluated, it was spot on.
1: And, you know, when you look at the personality traits of the seven, I mean, what are the ones that resonate the most with you when you, you know, kind of read about what that looks like, what made you go? Yeah, that's me. Um,
2: I think my wife would say this if you know she was listening to this and a part of this interview. Um there's something with sevens that we have where there is this kind of need for for just this constant joy. And at the same time, like we don't know where to like land or put ourselves. Like I have, Mm. I know so clearly about the things that I care about and the things that I want for myself and for the world and for my children. But I have no idea like where to sit in the room. Like there's like five Mm -hmm. different places I could sit on that bus, you know, and um, that struggle of just, you know, I get into something and then you feel that constant itch. And um, a lot of times for other people, um, that are close, it feels like dissatisfaction and everything, but it's really just this desire to try all these things and experience all this stuff. And I think the, that really struck with me the most. Um, and, and I, um, the fact that, you know, the, the trying to cover up of some of those, you know, I know that I've had a really, rough day if like I get home and there's a bunch of like candy wrappers in my lunch bag <laughs> because <laughs> if you know my my solution for like okay I'm I'm feeling stressed out at the moment or I'm just I'm not feeling great about what I'm doing but I'm gonna go to a vice you know I right. look for these small moments of joy to kind of cover up. and that really I'm like oh my gosh that is incredibly me yeah um, so those th- that was that was the one thing that those are the things that stuck out the most
1: Yeah. Sevens are, you know, at the core, they're hedonists a bit. Yeah. And, you know, at best, they're joyful and life affirming. And at worst, they're addictive and avoidant.
2: Yes. (laughs) How do you find
1: those to play out for yourself?
2: Yeah. It's you know, I read and even um, kind of talking to other sevens. I know a lot of sevens will struggle with... um, like compulsive shopping and money management, um, Mm. a lot, like a lot of times it's like weight addictions and things like that. Um, which actually is not me. It's funny. Like I'm really frugal with money. Um, I definitely have like a massive sugar addiction that is actually a problem for me. Um, (laughs) not necessarily like fortunately, like, you know, genetics, I don't have like a a weight problem, but I can see how yeah, I, I really could. Um, if I let that go, um, But yeah, definitely there's things, um, I I think one of the things I'm definitely is addicted to is is connection. Hmm. So I find myself really, even as a more introverted person, addicted to that connection with people. Um, uh, More kind of, you know, deep friendships and um, those kind of intimate connections.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, And that's sometimes where I find some of my vices. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, those are some of those pieces. That's how it plays out for me.
1: That's interesting. Yeah, I have another good friend who is high on both seven and two. And and I see where that those that combination of really wanting connection, but also wanting to avoid things can kind of go
2: haywire. Yes, absolutely looking to
1: other people for fulfillment or, Mm -hmm. or for distraction.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. My my dad is a seven and it's really interesting like one of the and one of the descriptions of the sevens you also often find is like if they could like they'd want to live at disneyland yes and so which is totally true like my dad's this huge disney fanatic and i'm like oh my gosh this is so funny but even like it's so having even someone else in the family especially like my, my, my father seeing some of that in ourselves and that's that's led to some interesting conversations um but yeah, I mean on the other side and I tend, you know, it's I think the the enneagram is good because it forces us to kind of look at that false self that we um we buy into but also, you know, there is that element of it this is hey, what what is good about this? What is great? And I think it's been good to have um to look at some sevens who at least I feel like are um really integrated. Um mm-hmm. you know, I for me um there's a guy I listen to a lot and kind of been a mentor of mine for 15 plus years. His name is Rob Bell. He's a seven. Um, oh, I did
1: not know Rob Bell was a seven. That's yeah,
2: totally seven. But it kind of like makes sense, right? He's like Mr. Like dynamic and he gets out there yeah. and does this thing. And, but, you know, there's there's kind of a, there's a, um, a patience to, to him um, yes. and knowing when to pull back and knowing when to retreat, when to sit in it. And I just so having that to look to you saying, OK, it is possible. <laughs> there is that sense, um, yes. that, that balance that can exist. And that's that's been helpful as well.
1: You know, it's interesting because I'm I'm a three, but Uh I score pretty high on seven. It's definitely a very close second for me, Uh Um, but they're kind of at odds with each other because I I value productivity over anything else. Uh And so I struggle with that balance between like really wanting to be productive, but then also the seven in me really wanting to have fun. And so as a result, I have often paired myself with sevens. Yeah. Um both romantically and my best friends have always been sevens uh-huh. because I I like being around sevens. They're fun, they're dynamic. Yeah. They want to do something cool. They want new and, you know, inv- invigorating experiences and they want to travel and see the world and I like getting caught up in that. Uh-huh. But I've also had some close friends who are sevens say that they almost feel like they're the circus monkey sometimes like they are everyone else's good time. Have you experienced that before?
2: Interesting. I, you know, I don't, it's funny. And, and, and this is another side of my personality. I'm not like a real like, hey, let's go out tonight. Let's like the center of attention, like party guy. Um, it's always manifests itself for me in, um. you know, I was always a kind of ringleader bringing people together around some new idea or some new uh, venture or some new Innovation. Project. Yes, yeah. like the way it plays out for me, like it, like my job, like I work for um, a large corporation and do a lot of like content and social media strategy. Is like, mm-hmm. I'm the guy who you want to kick off a project with. I'm the guy who, like, you bring yeah. me in and, like, I'm like, crank the wheel on some new initiative. Like, I can be like that massive cheerleader up front, but then I'm like, okay, guys, cool, have fun with that. I'm going to go on to something else. Now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, like, I'm really good at like the first like 20% of like this new project or new thing. And that was always kind of me is like, hey, I want to really um, I wanna get this new project, this new idea off the ground, or hey, I'm going to start this like organization or, you know, how it was for me here in Sacramento. Hey, I'm going to start this church. I'm going to get this thing off the ground and boom, it lifts off and yay. Everyone gets around and have a of fun. And then the follow through is just struggle for me. It's painful. Um, so that's more how it's played out for me versus like necessarily, I think in the social space being, that's
1: interesting
2: being in like you know either the life of the party or things like that like even I mean these days you know 36 or two kids and like best plans are canceled plans for me so I'm good I'm good here
1: well Um, maybe that's the difference between an extroverted and an introverted seven
2: yeah because you're more introverted yes I definitely am
1: okay that makes sense I can
2: turn it on I mean all my stuff my whole life has been like kind of this platform like you know churches and things like that and music kind of like you Mm -hmm. like I would step up on stage and sing and do like all yeah. that kind of stuff. But then I'm just exhausted after and I go back and crash.
1: Yeah, um, same.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally.
1: I get that. I get that. Yeah. It's a weird thing when you're, when you're introverted and yet you're okay with a public life. It's super yes. confusing for people.
2: It throws people for loops all over the place.
1: Well, yeah. And then when you have your introversion crash, you come off as aloof or moody
2: hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, well, wait,
1: you were just like the life of the party a second ago or you were just mm-hmm. on a stage and now you can't handle.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, one of the things I'm even learning right now as far as sevens go on the Enneagram um, is that I think a lot of people think that sevens are led and just all hearts and all feeling. Hmm. When actually I think it's more um, headspace than it is heart space. Um, I think it's head. I think it's more headspace, you know, when it comes to thinking about um, uh, pain and uh, failure or suffering. Hmm. Um, And it's more, I think, more of a mental space that we like are trying to move those things away Yes, um, that makes sense. and so it, it, it so yeah, very much I can be, um, my wife would say all the time, like I'm just very, even very much in my head, even though sevens are thinking, okay, well life, the party, you just need to be big, uh, this big feeler. And yes, I do. But I think so much, so much of my seven Ness is happens in my head versus my heart. Um, You know, that makes a
1: lot of sense to me, too, because I was in a very long relationship, close relationship mm -hmm. with a seven. And my experience was a constant pushing away from any feelings, whether it be Mm -hmm. my feelings or their feelings. Just like Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone's feelings getting on me like I just want to have a good time.
2: Yes. Yeah. And I'm I'm (laughs) yeah. And I'm actually probably more okay. you know, as a seven with others than, than my own, um, much better mm. at giving advice than taking it myself with that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. and I think, yeah, definitely the close people, um, you know, I'm married to a six, which I'm, I'm sure every like number combination claims this, but I'm just claiming it right here. I think might be the hardest to number combinations <laughs> in a, I in a marriage see relationship. That.
1: I could see because, that being different. because
2: sixes, is the, what do they want? They like, hey, I, I want to know that I'm safe. I want to know that I'm in this this place. And sevens are like, I'm bouncing all over the place. Like it's I'm security like the,
1: versus novelty.
2: Yes, I'm like I'm bouncing all over, looking for these experiences and dynamic. And it's like, no, I just want to know that, like, you know, this this is a safe place. And um, that's really really challenging. Um, and you know, for her to always feel like, oh gosh, you're just. You're so dissatisfied with everything when really for me, it's just, it's about freedom and about those experiences and moving from one thing to the next and finding, I want to find that sense of like purpose and satisfaction with my life. And it's like, why can't you just like sit still and find that right here? (laughs) You know, and so, um, that, that's a, that's a definitely a challenge in that dynamic.
1: Absolutely. And that's, you know, one of the challenges of any relationship is that differentiation where you get to keep seeking the novelty and she gets to seek the security. And then it's like almost giving permission that those things can happen parallel to each other.
2: Yes. It's yes. hard. Yeah. And to know that, hey, at the end of the day, I'm a safe person. This is a safe space. My love is safe. All, I mean, those are like constant reminders and verbiage in our house. Yeah. So um, it's really, really important.
1: You know, when you look at life as a seven, what does healthy, what does this healthy seven look like for you? You know, when you're in your sweet spot there with your personality.
2: Knowing where home base is and hmm. rooting myself there, um, knowing that like, you know, my, my wife, my my two kids, that's where I can, um, f- that's where I look for that excitement, that satisfaction that come home to that. Um, that's, that's number one. It's been huge for me. And also like, um, and my mentor, Mark, kind of introduced me to the Enneagram initially. Um, you know, when early on, when I was bouncing all over the place, he just sat me down and he's like, look, you know, this is like, I'm this like mid twenties, Ryan, he's like, you need to find something to do and you need to commit to doing it for the next five years. Like, just tell yourself that Mm. you need to do this for the next five years. Um, and uh, it was so good for me. I, I, I followed his advice. and did that. And I worked for somewhere for five years and it was incredibly fulfilling. Um, so I, I think for me, it's being able to, um, not just be like a leaf in the wind when it comes to adversity, mm-hmm. um, to really stick it out, to surround myself with those people who, um, are disciplined or sticking in there, um, in the long haul. Um, you know, man, and you know this, I mean, you're, you're a therapist. I mean, just that that practice of just being able to process that and just getting wisdom um, yeah. from someone who can work through some of those things uh, for seven, um, especially when it comes to maybe any addictions or um, those those vices that we can so easily get pulled into, I think are incredibly important. Um, so yeah. yeah, but I, I think at the end of the day, like healthiness is being like... Um, I think sevens have the ability to bring this energy into a space, into a room, into a project or an organization that is contagious. Um, I see it like, yeah. you know, my dad is a seven he's one of those guys who just like everybody just loves. And like, he says, Hey, to he just brings such a smile to people's faces. Um, and I, I think sevens have the ability to bring that kind of energy and warmth and love yes. to, um, a yeah. group. Um, and, uh, I, that's, that's what I, that's what I want to be. I mean, first and foremost, obviously my family and my kids, but obviously my coworkers and neighbors as well. So, yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And how, you know, how have you, how have you worked on that tendency to avoid or not sit with discomfort? You know, what does that look like for you? The practice of sitting in the hard stuff, even though your personality is saying run
2: Yes. Oh gosh. It's it's a constant battle. Um and you know, I mean, it's like I'll I'll let you know when I figure it out. Um but I think um practices of silence, practices of being alone. Mm, that's good. Um are are good as well. I mean, just um you know, I for me the practice, you know, coming, coming from this faith background prayer for me had just for a long time, just had so much baggage to it. And so many types of things. I, I just ignored that practice for a long time, just because I couldn't stomach it because of all the, the baggage that kind of came from that for me. And but I think in yeah. recent times, I've kind of come back to more meditation practices that focus on just stillness and um, looking inward. Um, and because in in those moments, you can't, you know, reach for all these other things. You can't reach for all these other things or find that person that that find that connection that you're addicted to or find this or that. And those have been those practices yeah. have been really helpful for me. Um and just really um I, I'm fortunate, you know, I think in just obviously the most influential relationship in my life being being my wife is someone who just doesn't really let me off the hook either. So I think it's important to surround myself with people who don't let me off the hook and say, Hey, let's talk about these things. Let's talk about what's going on. Yeah, having those relationships that I can trust and um, who can call me out on my BS um, when it gets to that point.
1: Absolutely. So for our listeners who, you know, are not sevens, I mean, what are, you know, one or a couple things that you wish people really understood about sevens that maybe, you know, a misconception about sevens that you would want to clear
2: up? Yeah, that I would say that, um, you know, it's really easy to pin a, someone who's a seven and someone who's flaky or just really doesn't know where, um, to, to, to put their heart. Um, and that's because they want, they want to give their heart to everything. <laughs> we want to give our hearts to the world. Um, and it's, and it comes from a place of wanting to, to be free, to want freedom for yeah. ourselves, freedom for others. Um, and I think sometimes you can come across as dissatisfaction that if that's really not what it is, I mean, it really comes from this heart of wanting to, um, share that energy and that joy that we have, um, with other people. That's, that, that's, at the heart of it. Totally. So I think with all the numbers we have to kind of, with all the kind of different types, you have to see through sometimes those, um, some of those behaviors to the heart of what it is. And that's, that, I think that's what it's about with the seven.
1: Yeah, that's good. And then what, what words of advice would you have for people, you know, who are sevens, maybe newly looking at this stuff? Um, you know, how would you, how would you advise your fellow sevens?
2: Yeah. Um, like be where you are, you know, I mean, I, I, wherever, wherever you're at, um, that job, that um that that place, like, you know seasons come and seasons go, but I think sitting in stuff um and not jumping ship um too quickly obviously there's situations that 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 needs to take place, but um like going back to my friend that advice I got to hey find some place and sit in it for a while. Like just commit to like a year, two years, like fi- like make a commitment to a, like a certain length of mm. time of something, and like stick to that like <laughs> as much as you can. I I have found that doing that has been incredibly helpful for me, and and because it forces me to get to that stuff to that end goal, um, has been really really helpful. Um, And yeah, um, if you're in a place where you have um, addictions or vices that are um, really, really beginning to impact your life and the people around you and deteriorating that quality of life, please, please, please talk to someone, get help um, and work to begin to manage those addictions because they can be incredibly painful Um, and, um, I think that's, that's going to be really important as well.
1: I'm really glad you brought that up because I think, you know, I think one of the reasons that sevens are prone to addiction and there are other personality types that are, but, you know, I I used to teach on addiction. Um, and one of the working definitions I often used was that an addiction is replacing negative feelings with a process or substance and, you know, it's really that inability to sit in negative feelings that can sometimes push a seven to find anything that they can pop into that place, whether it be, you know, the rush of pornography, the, um, you know, the chill of marijuana, whatever it is, it's like when those feelings crop up, I'm going to find anything in my arsenal to avoid those negative feelings. And, Um, it does, it makes, it makes people with this personality type very susceptible.
2: Totally. And it wasn't until I hit, you know, some rock bottom in, in some areas of my life that I had to wake up to some of that. Um, and unfortunately that's how a lot of us might <laughs> like, that's the road for some of us is that, um, and I, I think sometimes the environment also is, is huge. I mean, the, um, environment I was in, I think growing up, uh, as far as my evangelical circles fueled the seven in a negative way, you know, the, the spotlight mm. we put on people who were up front. Um, yeah. you know, like, like the easiest place to hide in church is like on a stage.
1: Wow. And
2: it was like, I'm like, and so I could, and so that hit of being, like someone that everyone was looking to like, Oh my gosh, you're awesome. This and that. And you're up there. Oh my gosh. Hit, 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 hit. And I could hide all day long, um, in that stuff. And so I think also some environments are more susceptible to like really unhealthy sevens. Um, Mm -hmm. and that that was the, that was the case for me. Um, and I could uh, totally see that. Yeah.
1: And I can see where it's like, chicken and the egg scenario too, because I think sevens are drawn to public roles, um, Mm -hmm. you know, in the church, um, on stage, you know, kind of celebrity politics, um, all of those environments that give a lot of hits of something new and novel are where sevens tend to gravitate.
2: Yes. So I, so I think environment huge and knowing what environments you're in, are they fueling, you know, some of these things or not, are they helping? And, Yeah. So that was, I think that was a big part of it for me and and never really having in that situation, never really forced to own up to like that darkness that I knew was there. And it wasn't until I like, like I was referred to earlier in that time until I walked away from that and let that go. And I was just left with myself and I didn't have that weekly hit of all those, you know, um, accolades and all those different things that were going on until it was like, on my own and left with myself that I have to really force on wow. my life. okay. I'm gonna have yeah. to take that like I'm gonna have to take that path I don't want. And I'm gonna have mm-hmm. to start looking inward. I'm gonna have to start facing that darkness. And that was just a wreck of a time. Um and yeah. um so I think now to just being in a place and knowing um I think really uh, you know establishing really healthy boundaries Um, Boundaries are huge. I think for sevens, Um, relational boundaries, food boundaries, whatever they are, um, are always really, uh, really, really helpful. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. It's, you know, I I find sevens so fascinating because the, you know, the positives of seven are so bright and amazing Uh and fun and the negatives are so, you know, they could be so dark, um, yeah. But you know, I, you know, I, I really enjoy being around sevens. I think that they're they are fun. They're they're bright. Again, like that whole life affirming thing. Mm-hmm. Um, for, especially for those of us who are prone to sitting in anxiety, sitting in worry. You know, sitting in um, feeling like we have to keep doing, doing, doing. Sevens mm-hmm. can really be more present in their own life in some ways.
2: Absolutely. And then especially when you're know, meeting people for the first time, I think you're always going to get a little bit of a buzz um, when you, when you meet a seven or they're at that scene, they're going to be in like, yeah. you know, we ha- we have the ability for both like hyper focus on something. And then like also just massive scatterbrain (laughs) about everything. Um, so yeah, I think you're, you, as a relationally, I think sevens can be incredibly engaging. Um, they're going to remember your name. They're going to look you right in the eye. They're going to be, I think incredibly dynamic. Um, and you're going to remember them. I think that's a gift that sevens have, um, for sure. I think there's a lot of real positive sides, um, to it. Um, and I think that that's really what, where I try to focus on in, in, in the healthiest way possible.
1: Yeah, that's good. Absolutely. Well, Ryan, thank you so much. This was incredibly insightful and helpful to help us understand sevens better.
2: Absolutely. It's so good to reconnect with you, to hear your voice again and talk. So thanks for doing this. It's, it's, uh, it's awesome.
0: Okay, well, that was an excellent interview. Once again, love hearing about all these different Enneagram types. So next week... We will be talking about type eight. We've got a great interview there. And also we'll be talking about tips
1: for aging faces. We will. We will be chatting about the lovely dilemma for those of us who have both wrinkles and acne happening at the same time. (laughs) Um, And what to do with some of the troublesome facets of aging, sagging, wrinkles, bags, all that fun stuff. Thanks for joining us. Continue the selfie conversation with us on Instagram at, at Selfie Podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash selfie podcast.
0: You can also visit our website to check out the resources we've talked about in each episode at selfiepodcast.com. Make sure to subscribe to Selfie on iTunes so that you can catch up with us next week.
1: A huge thanks to Shepherd Audio for our intro music. Take care.